Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Everything 90s Podcast. I'm your host, Shalina. And in this episode, my friends and I are going to be reminiscing on Smart Guy. For those of you that may or may not know, Smart Guy was a show that aired in 1997 to 1999 on the WB. And then when it was canceled, I guess Disney Channel bought it and then they started airing episodes on their channel. So if you're a fan of the show, continue on listening. And if you know anyone that is a fan of the show, share this podcast with them. All right. So our co-hosts for today are Vivian and Adia. Welcome to the show. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having us. I'm very excited. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. What are some things that you like about the show? And when did you start watching it? When did I start watching it? It came out before I was born, the year before I was born. <laughs> I must have started watching it around eight years old. And I was convinced I was the same age as TJ, only to find out that's a lie. Definitely much younger than him. <laughs> oh, because I guess when you first started watching it, you were the same age. Yeah, basically like the same age as him. So. <laughs> oh, oh my God, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. I started watching it on Disney Channel. Like, I didn't watch it on WB, but I was probably around, like, 10 years old when I was started watching it. I was, like, in middle school. But what I loved so much about the show is just how timeless it is. Mm-hmm. Like, my sister, she was probably seven, so kind of closer to your age, idea when she started watching it. And, like, she loved it. I loved it. I watched it in high school. I watched it over Christmas break now. And it's just, like, it's still so funny and so relatable. Yeah, I, I agree. Like the themes that they cover are like they had a couple um, episodes about racism and like the gender bias and yeah, even the family structure of like a single dad, yeah. not like your typical nuclear family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that he <clears throat> like it wasn't like deadbeat dad energy at all like he was he's a perfect he was a really good dad <laughs> he's he a really good dad he was so involved yeah but I also like it was like a lot of sibling dynamics you know like there's a lot of like fights with, with like Yvette and the dad TJ and the dad and it was like but it's always so like heartwarming I don't know it was just like it didn't feel negative right yeah. You say that, but Eva had some, like, Eva and Marcus's dynamic killed me because there was no love. <laughs> there was no love. <laughs> it was all default. <laughs> That's one dynamic I hadn't really thought that much about, like, Eva and Marcus, but that is so true. Yeah. I, I do remember a recent episode I watched, like, the other day. Um, she says something so mean to him like they're they're arguing and then she's like something along the lines of I should have left you in the pool like (laughs) like, or I shouldn't have saved you in the pool or something it's like oh like literally no love yeah (laughs) it's so funny I don't know why it kills me I watched the episode where they they were building her a bathroom and she gives the dad a kiss. She gives TJ a kiss. <laughs> yeah. Just wow, I'm so excited. And Marcus is like, "Yo, we love." <laughs> That's so funny. I also liked um, Mo and Floyd's, like Mo and the dad's mm-hmm. dynamic. 
that was always just so funny to me like (laughs) it it reminds me of um not to this extent but fresh prince the dad the uncle and um his best i can't remember yes the way he would throw him out the house all the time and like floyd henderson in this show just being like why are you always here how are you getting in my house (laughs) like the same energy (laughs) yeah yeah even um a lot of shows did that like with family matters with um Steve Urkel like the neighbor <laughs> like annoying the, the dad <laughs> and then uh I don't know if you guys watched Moesha um Hakeem like yeah the neighbor bothering the, or yep. not, like, always coming over for breakfast and eating out their food the, the fridge like <laughs> pretending like it's their house you don't live here yeah. <laughs> leave <laughs> but I think it's so sweet though like opening their home to to their kids friends it's 100 percent. sweet it's true though though because like even my like in my house my brother's friends used to just come in and act like they lived here all the time there was one friend like he did ask lived here for a summer like the man was here the whole summer <laughs> he did laundry here he lived here oh, wow. <laughs> the whole summer i was like don't you have a home parents families <laughs> a sibling like why are you here all the time he was actually mo <laughs> <laughs> He's the mo of the family. <laughs> funny. Oh man. How about uh favorite characters? A complicated question. It, I thought long and hard about this question. <laughs> <laughs> I really spent some time thinking about who my favorite character would be. I could start, I guess, since you yeah. guys are stumped. Um I would say Marcus because of like his comedy, like his physical comedy, his lines, like his facial expressions, just, um, it's, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of like one off the top of my head, but he, he comes with those punchlines. They're, they're funny. Um, a little too girl crazy, but I guess that's, yeah. that's, that's, about <laughs> that's how it is when you're a teen boy, <laughs> a straight teen boy, <laughs> you just, he was just too crazy. They really love girls, man. I've never seen boys talk about girls like that in my life. <laughs> I was in high school and I've never seen like even like I remember there's an episode where they're just like uh it was Yvette's like self-defense class and the girls are just stretching, not even doing anything like not even crazy stretches. And they're like, mm. oh, like I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you moving like that? <laughs> Why are you deprived? Like who hurt you? Oh man. Yeah, I loved Marcus's like poetry. Like when he was trying to come on a girl and he brought like poetry and music, it was just so funny. Like he was he, smooth. Yeah. He was smooth. I don't care. He was smooth. <laughs> he did it so well. Um, I think like as a child, my favorite character was probably Mo, just from like his facial expressions and like reactions to things like it was they were just so funny um but watching it again as an adult like I do agree like Marcus really comes with those punchlines like like he just drops them they're so fun I love Mo I love Mo (laughs) (laughs) what kills me because like he he's he's one of my favorite character like types like the like dumb guy who would like every once in a while drop a gem and yeah. like, that come from Morris? <laughs> he 
lying to me right now? That didn't come out of his mouth. And you're just like, why? And then he goes back to being an idiot. And you're like, ah, it was just a one-off. <laughs> Catch yeah. I like, um, you know that episode where TJ has the three dates? To the prom. To the prom. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Mo's like trying to come up okay. with a plan where yeah. he like doesn't, where all three girls don't meet up with each other. And just, yeah, just like how he comes up with the plan and like kind of helps tj out helps he yeah helps (laughs) but he has moments where like he's like i'm knowledgeable on this one fact i got this one this one thing (laughs) how to hustle three girls i got you (laughs) (laughs) there was that one episode where like Yvette asked Mo to pretend to be his boyfriend and then Mo like really fell for Yvette there yeah and like that that got me I was like that is like I really felt for Mo (laughs) that episode actually physically hurt to watch I was like no Mo he he was being so sweet such a good I couldn't don't even get me started I was so sad Mo was a good one. I even liked, like, as an adult watching the episodes again, I liked um, the dad, Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Henderson. He was a solid dad. He, yeah. And he yeah, had, he had funny was. moments too. Like, he was a funny. Oh my God, there's an end scene. It's my favorite end scene. I've watched it three times now. Um, where he is, it's the episode where TJ loses his memory, or not memory, his intelligence, because yeah. he gets hit in the head. And at the end of the episode, Floyd is writing like a scene for uh, Jughead and Bet, like Jughead and Jughead, like the Archie comics. Like he's trying to write it because he thinks he's funny. Like he's like, oh, I actually got some jokes. Like, and he's sitting there trying to write it, and he's like saying it out loud. And I don't know why it actually kills me watching him do it. Like I'm like, you are a grown ass man <laughs> sitting here. You look at a whole company, a whole house, three kids, and this is what you're doing. <laughs> what we're doing right now. What? <laughs> remember that one I have to is that like in the later seasons or I Um, want to say season two but I don't remember which episode he just like I don't know like he he got hit in the head and then he is like dumb dumb like he's like like, a regular 10 year old kid okay okay. um and then like the premise of the episode was that Marcus had to do the entire assignment and Marcus was like so pissed because he was like man like TJ was gonna get me an A now I have to (laughs) work for myself um but then it was just funny because at the end he was like I kind of liked being the big brother like instead of having this like annoying smart ass like <laughs> your old brother yeah it was fun it's a good one well serves you right for <laughs> your brother <laughs> they always do yes them. it's called a life lesson we've learned today <laughs> exactly um I don't know about you but Okay, I, I did watch the show as a kid, but I didn't really take in how, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't Not know you tell me. Oh. <laughs> but like, like. Like how many jokes were in it? Or no, like... no, like the fact that there's a, a, a 10-year-old in high school. Yeah. Like, that would never fly <laughs> <laughs> in real life. <laughs> like that's so wrong on so many levels, like. Just like meant, like even though you're academically advanced, like emotionally and socially, it's 
So I was thinking about this because they referred to him as gifted a few times and I went straight to class like the oh, nerd yeah. that I am and I'm like is he like just academically gifted or is he like does he hit all the aspects of giftedness mm-hmm. and I was sitting there like he's smart but he's still 10 at the end of the day yeah yeah oh yeah so listeners out there we're all in the same teaching program that's right yes yeah, so yeah, we, we learn about these things yeah <laughs> Another thing was that like Mo, when he, like the actor Omar um, Gooding, he was actually 25 while filming it. So yeah, he's a lot older. Why does Disney, or like, why do children's shows do this? Yeah, which made it weird because there are so many scenes where um, Mo is like insinuating, like going out with older women, like women who are like moms and stuff like that. And as a child, I... It didn't feel as weird because I just thought Mo was that much older than me. Like even though he was playing a character in high school, like I and even now I don't feel like he looks like he's in high school. Like I feel like he looks more mature than that. But yeah, it was just like it's just funny, like when this happens on TV where older actors play high school characters. Mm-hmm. Um, that almost makes sense in some of the scenes now where he's like sitting talking to Floyd and trying to act like he's grown. He, he'll sit there and be like, uh, you know, how kids be and like kids. <laughs> he's like, ah, kids, like pass you the remote, like uh, get, me a, like, get me a beer or whatever. And Floyd's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Literally, what is wrong with you? <clears throat> but Disney did that too because uh, Jackson on Hannah Montana was like 33 playing her older brother. So weird because she was 11 so what the heck <laughs> 11 yeah she was 11 Hannah Montana started she started playing Hannah at 11 years old his genes are good <laughs> <laughs> although it's weird but I guess money's money like yeah I mean you're an actor you gotta get do, that bread yeah you gotta do what you gotta do um and Mo is um Cuba's Cuba Gooding junior brother. kid brother i was like what (laughs) no no not kidding (laughs) i will say though something about the show that like i loved the show but i didn't i didn't love is that like yvette didn't have that big a role i felt in the show like she was really like i mean like she had her episodes here and there but i would have loved to see more more women in the show in general like yvette was really our one gal and then Every once in a while, she'd have a little friend or, like, they're chasing tails, so, like, they're chasing girls. But, like, I feel like she, like, I don't know, like, I would have loved to see her more. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe That's she... a good observation. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That's fair. Like, I felt like re-watching it, it, it really is, like, the focus really is on on the boys in the show, you know? And, like, um, even though she was a part of the family and I guess they they made her feel so much older and like isolated from them like she was probably grade 11 and 12 when they were like 9 and 10 but like that age gap is actually very small right so I felt like they definitely like they could have included her a lot more um, I also kind of talked about the mom <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> she was just like she died I'm assuming right like that's what happened like she passed away yes yes but like and yeah 
why like i don't uh, no pictures like no fake pictures of her yeah some the only time i remember them mentioning her i'm barely like i mean in passing is when he got it when floyd got a girlfriend because tj went online for her for him and like oh. did a little fake profile and they found a girl for him <clears throat> and they're like oh yeah i know when dad after mom passed like i felt weird when dad tried to date boom that's it I was yeah. like, huh? What a- mom, when she passed? Like, yeah. Well, it was always like when they mentioned the mom, it kind of felt like it was always supporting. Um, it was always uh, relating to Floyd's love life. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one episode where it was, I think Yvette was graduating high school and she was really dismissive about her graduation. And then the dad was like, well, why don't you want to graduate? And she's like, I don't want to graduate if mom can't be there. And that was the only episode where they it was kind of talking about the mom's support role. But it just, I don't know. I just thought they could have brought her up more. I know. And shows back, they used to always love a flashback. Like, they really could have, they used to love a flashback. So I'm surprised they never even tried to dream sequence her in something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good observation. I would have never, like, I didn't pick up on that. Like Yvette being the solo female. Yeah, she was the she was like she stepped into the role of big sister slash mom. Really, that's true. Family. Yeah, she she was always the one. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but she was the one always taking care of them. Like yeah, except for Marcus, because yeah, well, they're beefing. (laughs) I don't know what they did to each other. Yeah, I can't remember an episode where they had a heart to heart, a moment, nothing. I'm trying to think. I'd have to go back to check. Yeah. Like, nothing is coming to mind. Heart to heart between TJ and Marcus, TJ and Mo, TJ Yvette, TJ the dad. The show did um, did end prematurely. That's mm-hmm. fair. So I, I do remember watching a video of Marcus, like, not Marcus, well, Marcus. The actor. Jason, Jason Weaver. And he was saying how, like, the last episode that they did, they didn't realize that was going to be their last episode. They were, like, told afterwards how the series is going to be canceled. And during that time, the WB, the station, and um, UPN, they were, like, going through some changes. um, Because back then, in the 90s, those two stations were, like, mainly Black TV show, like, Black TV shows were um, aired on. Right. But then like slowly they were not becoming as black focused. And then I guess um, they turned into CW, like CW bought some of their, mm. their network. Oh, CW. And then it kind of like fizzled out, fizzled out like black focused shows. And then, so yeah, it's an, I'll send you guys his, um, his interview basically yeah. saying it's because they didn't want no more black shows. They're kind of like getting rid. Sorry, it's not. <laughs> but that's basically, sadly, I mean, yeah, it happened to a lot of black shows. They just canceled them, and that's upsetting because now, I mean, we have Young Sheldon, which is pure foolishness, but it's basically the same premise of intelligent young child in, in a high school setting. Oh. oh my god, you're so right. And that show will go on and on because Big Bang Theory went on and on. <laughs> Face. Face. Oh, it never I, like honestly when it ended i was like thank 
God. <laughs> you don't need 12 seasons of a sitcom. You don't. You simply do not. I mean, I, I felt like smart. Like, I have not talked to a single person who was like, smart guy was met. Like, everyone I know that watched smart guy loved the show. So it's really upsetting that it got canceled so prematurely and only after three seasons like yeah, yeah. it's sad yeah. I would have liked to see him graduate high school yeah exactly yeah, yeah. or like Marcus <laughs> Marcus and Mo graduating <laughs> <laughs> by like on like thin ice like <laughs> barely <laughs> or even like Yvette go to college um because I think it it did end with her graduating high school and it would have been interesting and to oh, see. Oh, give her a little spin-off. I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah. <laughs> I would not have been mad. Give her a spin-off. What's cool though, she was she um guest starred in Moesha. And like when Moesha was in college, she was one of Moesha's friends' college roommates, which was cool. That's awesome. i you know what? When it comes to Moesha, I never I never got past her in high school. Like the seasons? Yeah, the seasons. Like once she, like what, after she graduates, I kind of stopped watching. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I do prefer the older seasons, but the new ones are, are okay. Like that's when Kim leaves and starts the Parkers. Right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, um, like I guess TV shows back then, they used a lot of like each other's actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. and um like in smart guy there was kayla pratt um, yeah she was so cute yeah oh my yes yes i remember her. they also had what's her name naya rivera yes from she, in, yeah from the in that one episode and i was like yo she's so cute and tiny look how little <laughs> yeah. she was actually in two episodes she was also in that episode when tj gets drunk yes 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 i forgot yes and kayla pratt was in two i think a few a few of them but she played different the very first one she's like the pastor's kid for prom yes and then after that she becomes his friend i don't remember her name though but he's she's bad, like her friend and she's like the she's bad like the, convoy, the yeah convoy. exactly yeah and then he starts tj starts dressing like with baggy clothes <laughs> this stupid hat his hat looks so dumb it did this like it, it curved like a person like it was so stupid <laughs> was Taraji P. Henson in the show I feel like yes yes she oh. was in there's there's I think there's two episodes I've only seen one of them oh. but there's an episode where like they're doing like a, a school project and like Marcus's band is like he wants Mar- like Marcus wants his band to be the focus of the the project but tj's right. like the director and he's mad because he wanted it to be about the like realities of america and blah 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 <laughs> you know a 10 year old thinks like this um and she was one of the girls in it who was cussing all the time like not cussing but just being like i don't want this and i don't want that like we gotta make this decision quick and blah 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 and apparently she's another one because i googled it <laughs> i was like wait is that tragic we had to snap do you know do you guys know char Jackson she plays Nisi in Moesha and she's also sorry with all these Moesha references (laughs) (laughs) it's fresh on your mind yeah she's also in Good Burger yes if you look it up I'm going to say her name um, pardon what's her name again 
Jar Jackson. Oh, Jackson. She's um that episode when she's a drummer in their band and Marcus. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song that they sing in that episode. <laughs> like, oh god. Oh, totally the band, to be honest, I thought their band was hitting hitting some good songs. They had some good jams. They did. Honestly, right before this, I was watching the Destiny Child episode. Oh um, yes. <laughs> and I was sitting here like, it's baby Beyonce. <laughs> oh, the Destiny's Child. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, all four of them in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> great crossover that was like or not crossover I guess but like to have them in the show I just just I was watching it and I was thinking like I don't know if I'm jealous of Beyonce because she's hitting with Marcus or if I'm jealous of Marcus because she would because he would be <laughs> like I'll take you to prom Beyonce no problem <laughs> school dance you and me girl bun Jay-Z we don't even like him it's fine <laughs> She's so young in the show. She looks like 17. Yeah, baby. There's been episodes where Floyd makes a commercial for (laughs) Roofer, like, and they call him Roofer Man. That episode kills me. That episode, like, because, like, the commercial's so bad. (laughs) It's not a good commercial. (laughs) But, like, they were all really feeling themselves. Like, yes, we're on TV. We made a commercial. Like, don't look at me twice. Like, I'm I'm famous now. And I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) No. (laughs) Was that the same one where they had it air during the Super Bowl? Yes, it was. Okay. I remember. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, man. I don't remember that one. Oh, it was funny as hell. Let me tell you. So, sorry. So what happens? Why does why do they create a commercial? So Floyd's business was going kind of slow. His roofing business was going kind of slow. Um, so he's going to make flyers. And TJ's like, that's not going to help. We have to make a commercial. So he goes to the to the like TV studio, a TV studio, and asks them for a commercial. It's a thousand dollars between eight between eight and ten, which is like prime time. Um, so they make this commercial, but the guy said eight and ten, but he actually meant. 8 p.m. and 10 a.m. So obviously oh. the commercial came out at like some real odd hours of the night. So TJ, being the brainiac that he is, devises a plan, sneaks into the studio and makes it Sunday prime time. But that Sunday was the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, snap. So it aired during the Super Bowl instead. And it's funny because he doesn't get in trouble. Yeah. Like at the end, when they find out, it, like he he gets he feels guilty, so he tells the truth. And when they go to the studio and tell him, they tell them like, oh, like it was me, I did it. And the girl was like, okay, and starts to walk away. And they're like, yo, isn't he in trouble? They're like, you want me to put this cute ten year old child on TV and say we are going to persecute him for trying to help his dad's <laughs> like <kind> business. <laughs> and then she was like, smile for me, and make a sad face. <laughs> We lost. <laughs> She's like, I don't even, I don't care. Yeah, he was such a cute kid. Oh my gosh. He is. You know when someone showed me what he, like, when I, I was watching some show that he was on, like he's on now, like kind of, or like more recently. Baby like Daddy? I think it was Baby Daddy. And I was like, he's so cute. He looks so familiar. Everyone was like, that's TJ Henderson. Like, that's Taj <laughs> Murray. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> No, I'm wrong. It's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I think for like favorite or like favorite or most memorable episodes, I have two. One is a favorite, one is most memorable. But my favorite one might have to be the one where Marcus, Mo, and Yvette go in on a car and they split the car three ways. And I it was like remember that. it was like a seven hundred dollar car. Like it was so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Yep, two hundred and thirty-three dollars." Like you know, like. It's like chump change and then it just kept breaking so then they kept having to like d- divide that cost again amongst the three of them and then at the I think the the episode ending was them like working out a schedule where he's like I get the car like Monday and Sundays you get it like you know Tuesdays and Fridays and it was just like it's just so dumb like it was <laughs> why would you ever do that and it was like a car that was gonna last six months it was just so funny I loved it wow but then there I don't know if you remember there was this one episode um this one wasn't a funny one it was like really serious it was the one where TJ meets a pedophile yes oh yeah I had that on my list yeah I remember that one like I didn't get it the first time I watched it when I was like young right like it just like didn't make sense to me I was like I guess it's kind of weird like why would you take your shirt off in front of a stranger but like if you're wearing an undershirt just like you know I was so young and then I watched it when I was older and I was like it's scary that I didn't get it when I was young you know um but that one was one where like if it was on I'm like I don't I think I'd rather watch Spongebob like I just don't feel like watching this one again it was they did a really good job of making that man like extremely creepy like <laughs> like no no like really like I was watching the, I remember watching it the first time and being uncomfortable but my mom had like very explicitly taught me like don't talk to strange, strange men period yeah. whose house where who do you tell first like yeah look she I she controlled my life period and I was okay with that because I'm safe <laughs> and happy but like he like literally like even watching it now like gives me the heebie-jeebies yeah. like that man like uh to my core yeah yeah I agree they did do a good job of even just showing how naive children can be mm-hmm. like he oh, repeatedly he told them like don't tell your father or your parents because they'll be mad at you for buying a bootleg gift. yeah like he and that's what um pedophiles and like horrible people do they mm-hmm. make the child feel like oh it's gonna be my fault if I say something it's not it's not the adult's fault right and then if anything happens they also don't want to tell now because they feel like it's them it's them who did this to themselves it's my fault it's my problem now yeah making them feel guilty and um I I really liked how when they do end up going to the guy's house like TJ was in kind of protective mode like mm-hmm. was gonna his friend was gonna stay he's like no we're both going yeah. So I'm like, yes, DJ. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the party. We come together. We leave together. Yes. I'm so glad. Because maybe some kids, you know, yeah, would be like, okay, you're staying. I'm gone. But he actually, yeah. like, that's a good friend. He's like, no, no, no. Come with me. We're, we're leaving. Yeah. Yeah, they did a really good job um, in that. Like, it's such an important, um, like, to kind of, like, look after the people that you, you are with, right? So I thought that was a really great sen- sentiment. But I also thought like they did a really good job in making such a serious topic um, palatable, like maybe not palatable, but like 
appropriate for children to watch, right? Like it kept, they kept it very PG in a sense, right? Where it didn't get like to what it really is talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, I remember like that was just one that always like stuck out to you. Yeah. And it, it, it was one that really does feel uncomfortable to watch, you know? I do remember watching it that one as a kid. Like when I rewatched it as an adult, I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember mm-hmm. this one as a kid. And it was kind of the part that really made me kind of, the whole thing made me sick to my stomach. But one specific part was when they're at the house and he, the guy's like, oh, it's normal. You know, look at this girl. He has like a book of pictures. Yeah. Of kids like in their underwear and stuff. And was like, Ugh. Yeah. That made me sick. Wearing your swimsuit, but I'm not in my swimsuit. So can we not? Yeah. yeah. That one, that part, I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. 100%. But they hit, I think they hit the message across because even um, like at the end when Floyd is talking to TJ and TJ's feeling guilty, Floyd's like, it's not your mm-hmm. fault. It's like you have no reason to feel guilty and you did the right thing by like leaving. Yeah. It showed kids the like it showed them what to do and that their parents will be there for them which is perfect like that's what they need to know to get out of those situations exactly and even at the end when tj was like i don't i just i'm never going on the internet again and the dad was like well you don't need to do that you just need to be a little more careful right um i thought that was really nice too and that goes back to your point of earlier you mentioned how the show is very timeless that still applies today with online social media dms i don't know if people do chat rooms anymore but like yeah i don't know do they still exist no but there's like messenger kids now for kids to like talk to each other like they're friends oh yeah and i can so see horrible horrible people trying to get on that and do some really disgusting things so yeah yeah good one um for me, that yeah, that one was on my list as well for most memorable. Um, and the one when um, Mo gets accused for setting the this chemistry lab on fire. The chemistry, uh, yeah, and that trial was like good. <laughs> yeah, that one was so good. Like the comedy and like the seriousness of teachers, like putting the. Um, blame on students blame on on yeah. students and framing students to cover their behind yeah. yeah like dang I almost was waiting for him for them to and they didn't which is fine but to be like almost bring like a little bit of race into it because it was a white male teacher doing this to Mo who's obviously a bigger black man um yeah. man apparently but <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but they didn't do that which is fine it's still like in the message still got across of like teachers will do horrible things to their students mm. like not us we're great teachers but <laughs> other teachers will do horrible things to their students because to cover their butts and like it's an important message for parents to know mm. that they should really be standing behind their children like they should know their kid and know what their kids are actually capable of doing because mm-hmm. yeah. no his parents weren't present I, I wish though, like at the end when um, they revealed that the teacher was guilty, the principal was just like, oh, sorry, Mo, that we 
No, she didn't even say sorry. She's like, I owe you an apology. I, I took note. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say sorry. I owe you an apology for my misjudgment. But did I you- almost made a grave mistake. Almost. You, yeah. su- you expelled him already. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't even think she said to the teacher, like, like I would have fired the teacher. Yeah. Oh, she said, we should go talk in my office or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you should fire him on the spot the way you quickly, without yeah. with circumstantial evidence, persecuted Mo. My Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was a good one. And I even liked um, how like TJ was there for him because mm-hmm. no one else believed Mo. Not even Marcus, I don't think, believed Mo. But TJ was the innocence of a child. There for him, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was really good um, because it really kind of shows teacher bias and like how common it really is, right? Like, I think it's something that I've forgotten since being out of like the public education system, but like, it's so strong. Like teachers really like are really against some of their kids sometimes, you know? Yeah, but it showed that he was a horrible teacher from jump. Like yeah. the man was like, he had like, oh, sir, chapter seven, Ethan wasn't going to be on the test. I lied. Why are you fucking <laughs> saying that? Why are you okay with that? Like, so bold face too. I lied. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I told them I wanted, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, that was rude. <laughs> I'm yeah. laughing because you, you nailed that impression. Like, it was so impression. <laughs> Thea's theater theater kid is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> she pops out every once in a while. Yeah. Horrible, horrible teacher. I feel like this episode should be shown in our program. Mm-hmm. No scene from it for our for one of our any project. I don't care which one. We'll find a way to sneak it in. Yeah. One of my one of my most memorable. I don't know why this episode. It's I know why actually. It's a dumb reason that sticks in my head. But it's an episode where, and it's in season three because, um, Yvette wants to buy the like red buggy, not buy it, but like win it. Mm, they have yeah. to stay in the car, and then her and Mo <laughs> team up. Oh yeah, trying yeah. to win the car together, and they sing a song that like it's stuck in my head now. Like I know a song that gets in everybody's nerves. Everybody's nerves. Everybody's nerves. <laughs> And I like they just keep going and I don't know why it's their straight face while they sing it I think it's so funny to watch and I will rewatch the entire episode just to see that that part I will just watch the scene the entire episode to see that one part because I think it's so like the song and I used to sing it I remember watching the episode as a child and going around singing it to get on people's nerves and my brother was not about it so <laughs> let me tell you that ended quickly <laughs> oh man yeah, these are some great ones. Um, as I'm like going through these, all these 90s shows, specifically black sitcoms, like I feel like they don't make them like, aside from blackish, I don't think we really have any. No, we don't. And I was thinking like this show too was so good with this, like, with the black, like the very prominent, very like personal black father and three mm-hmm. kids and like good family, good home, good like. I would love to see a show like that now that isn't foolish like isn't just pure nonsense like good messaging just like this show and like yeah the characters are fully fleshed out like blackish is doing a really good job of it but i would love to see more Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So if any, by any chance, any producers, TV producers have made the work on this episode, <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> uh, you can put me on it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Peter, this is my audition tape. Like, <laughs> Peter graduate. I guess that's true. Like, I, I don't, I'm trying to think hard of any like recent Black um, sitcoms, but even cartoons like the proud family was such a good like little yes. cartoon like the fact that there aren't more like really hurts yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so i guess we could conclude with sorry did anyone have did we have any more or episodes no but let me tell you i remember being younger and watching the show and thinking like who am i in love with more marcus or mo marcus or mo marcus or mo let me tell you the newfound answer. It's Floyd Henderson. I love that man. <laughs> I love that man. Oh my God. Good job. The man could cook. Like, look, he could have me. I'm readily available. <laughs> I'm being is- <laughs> Cheeks. Oh my gosh. You just summarized like what watching the show is like throughout the ages. Like, Yes. <laughs> so funny. I, d- I did love Floyd, though. Like, as a child, as, like, a father figure, but then as an adult, like, just as a another adult, like, he was just such a great character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are y'all ready for the smart guy trivia? Yeah. I am. Sweet. Okay. Um, so, for any new listeners out there that are listening, I like to have a trivia game at the end of my episodes that I do on um, TV shows or movies just to, you know, have a little fun. Um, Would anyone like to go first? I can go first. Um, What is Yvette's first name? Oh, okay. Yvette is her middle name. What is her first name? Vivian's face. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. There was an episode when yes, was. <laughs> the three, yes, it was. There's like the three of them that gets in trouble at school, and like the camera goes like focuses on it's each. The very first episode. I'm pretty sure it's the first episode, one, right? Yeah, it's the first or second or something. Yeah, and they yeah. say they say all their full names. Their full names. Oh shoot! <laughs> okay, can you give us the first letter? I think I. Yes, made... I can. It starts with a T. Is it Tara? Nope. Tamira. Nope. Tatiana. <laughs> I have no idea. Tyra. Uh, <laughs> no. What was your guess? Tyra. She said Tyra, right? Yeah. Shoot, I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to make this so hard, but <laughs> that's a good one. Thank you. That thank you. Would you like the answer? Yeah. Yes. It's Tasha. Tasha Yvette. Yvette. Yvette Henderson. Tasha Yvette Henderson. Wow. I feel like I can hear Floyd saying it. Like <laughs> So one point for idea because we don't... <laughs> um, Okay. Um, go next, Vivian. Yeah. What is the name of the band? Oh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally no idea. That was a good one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. 
I really just be calling it Marcus's bed. <laughs> <laughs> like with Mo as the backup singer, there's a whole episode on that. Oh, these are some good questions. Oh man. Okay. Starts okay. It starts with an M. An M. Yeah. You're like M for Marcus's bed. <laughs> <laughs> Is it one word? It is one word. Macaroons and the dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it starts with an M and it's one word. It does start with Mac. It does? Okay. Mac Mm -hmm. daddies. Oh, because I remember that episode when they're at like that club and they're performing and the host like messes up their name. Shoot. How many syllables? (laughs) I don't know if I should just give up. (laughs) Four syllables. Macadamia nuts. (laughs) Four syllables. Mac. uh, Macadocious? Yes. Yes. I would have never guessed that. We would have been here all night, all day, all year. We would have graduated, and I still wouldn't have gotten the answer. Yes, it's Macadocious. Macadocious. Okay. Thank you for those hints. (laughs) All right, so my question is, in the theme song, how many times does it say the word smart? Okay, let's sing it. Let's sing it. Let's sing it. Um... How does it start? TJ Henderson, super, super intelligent, a fine young gentleman, a 10 year old, 10 year old whiz kid, bus at high school. He does, no. Crazy little shorty with a thousand IQ. He got away with the ladies and he's keeping it real. Your favorite little study buddy. He mm-hmm. knows the deal. <laughs> he's as something as a kid. He's what? What comes next? Brainy, whatever. Smart. Okay, well, they're smart once. Your brother is smart. Yeah, so that's yeah. He's a smart guy. Do, 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 do. Smart guy. Smart guy. He's a smart guy. Do, 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 do. How many times is that? Seven? No. <laughs> Vivian got it. Five. Five? Oh, oops. <laughs> I never noticed they didn't say it in like the end, like, in the first half mm-hmm. yeah it's just after when Mo's like your brother is small that's when they that's when they start is there not another five that's fine I still I still got two more extra so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> good job good teamwork well that concludes the episode I had so much fun so did I it was yeah it was a lot of fun thanks for the laughs this uh, show for hours so <laughs> And congrats on your first podcast. I look, it's my debut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's this, you know what? This is gonna be a, one of those trivia things uh, when Adia is finally famous, and like then I'll talk about like what was Adia's first debut in a po- podcast. <laughs> Everything nineties. Everything nineties podcast. Check her out. She also has a vegan baking company. <laughs> yes. Plug it in. Plug it in. 